Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of the Comics Pals Image Reviews. Every single week, Image provides us with their books early so we can provide you with our reviews day and date. Thank you to Image for doing that. This week, I am joined by Kale. That's me. To talk about the latest Rick Remender joint called A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. So this is Rick Remender joined by Andre Lima Araujo. Araujo. Uh, with Chris O'Halloran and Russ Wooten. So that's quite a team. Mm. Uh, Uncredited, but clearly a part of the team in some form or fashion is none other than Benedict Wong, whose likeness is 100,000% the uh, who they used for the main character in the story here. Hope hope they paid some, some likeness rights. Mm-hmm. I've got a theory about that. Before I get into it, though, I want to let you guys know how you can support the show. Make sure that you are following us on all the social platforms and leaving us a follow and a rating and a review wherever you're listening to us. If that's YouTube, youtube.com slash the comics pals. Make sure that you guys are uh, subscribing for free, liking the video, sharing with your friends, all that jazz. You can hear there's insanity behind me. Uh, the, the ambulance is going by. They're they're searching for the killer in this book. I thought they were coming for you for invoking the name of Benedict Wong and not paying Disney the the naming rights. Could be. Um, and then, of course, make sure you guys listen to our main show, The Comics Files, which drops every single Monday. We're talking about the characters you love and all the places you can find them in the news of the industry. Uh, Speaking of Rick Remender, we did a book club on my favorite Rick Remender story, which is Low. Uh, check that out whenever you get around to it. Support us by uh, giving that a listen and all the other great stuff that we're doing here at the Comics Pals. So let's jump into this book. And uh, I'm going to start with my theory. All right. So the first thing that's apparent in this book is that there's very little verbiage. Not a lot of dialogue. Sure. We don't know the name of the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only know that it's Benedict Wong. And I think that using the likeness of a person that we know was smart because it allows us to connect a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, connect a little bit easier with them. But I also think there was an ulterior motive there. I feel like this is a pitch for a movie or TV show. That doesn't surprise that part. I think is a lot more likely. Benedict Wong plays the headmaster on Deadly Class. And Rick Remender, of course, created Deadly Class and was on set all the time. So my thought is that they liked each other. They enjoyed each other. Remender enjoyed what Benedict Wong brought to the table and wanted to uh, work with them again. So Rick's way in to film and television is comics. Mm -hmm. He creates a comic and then it gets picked up. And I think that's what this is. So the lack of much dialogue, I think fits the story to some degree, but I also think it's because they wanted to establish a mood and tone and really focus on Benedict Wong's presence, for lack of a better term, in the book to give whoever's going to option it a better understanding of the visual aspect of the story. Yeah. It feels like a complicated storyboard. Yeah. Yep. That's absolutely how I feel about it. Was it good? 
Yes. Mm. I wish there was more. I think the way, you know, given the way you've described this now, um, I definitely see it as being sort of a, a movie pitch. And that makes a lot of sense. Uh, because like you said, there's very few words. So this feels like the first 10 minutes of a, a film. Yep. You're getting to know your main character and then you get the hook at the last, you know, the last 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that, the last of the 10 minutes, I should say. And I, you know, that's really frustrating for me as a comics reader. It's, it's a really good use of, um, you know, atmosphere and emotion. And, you know, it's very clearly a, a, a cool artist showcase, mm. you know, um, Arujo's work is is really really good here, um, but I like this is a comic book. There's we need more. Yeah. Um. I so to 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 explain what happens. Our main character is this nice to a fault guy by all accounts. Um. He lets people get over on him. You know. He loves his cigarettes and. Mm doesn't remember to bring an umbrella out. Um, But everyone he meets, you know, from the old elderly couple to the cashier at the store he goes to, to the bus driver, everyone kind of like mistreats this guy. And he doesn't respond to any of that in any, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't pay much attention to that. There is a point where he kind of gets angry with this one guy who he bumps into at the store. Um, But, you know, he just lets it go. And, um, you know, they end up having a nice interaction ultimately. Uh, So this is a guy who, you know, is doing his best to keep his cool, but the world is kind of down on him, but he's clearly going somewhere. He's got some type of agenda. He's taking buses. He's walking. He's doing all, all sorts of things to get where he's going. And when he gets there, whoever he was there to see is dead. And sorry, murdered, murdered. Yes, murdered. And so are some other people. And they're murdered by the same guy that he bumped into at the store. Yep. And all you I mean, in, in an example of, of true artistry in comic books, you find all that out with very, very few words. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, is great. Yeah. Um, this reminded me a lot of Warren Ellis's run on Moon Knight, where uh, most of the issues featured like little to no dialogue. And it was really, really about the art. And yeah. it was about the action and it was about the pacing and it was about the panels and stuff like that. This reminds me of that, except that there is no action. Um, and I was a little bit thrown by the fact that a book called The Righteous Thirst for Vengeance features no, you know, basically no violence. Um, I really love Rick Remender. Obviously, I've, I've stated that. I wasn't over the moon about this. I think it was cool. 
it's 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 you know sort of interesting but without any idea about who our main character is who this person is that he was headed to see what their relationship is in the first issue the one you need people to buy the most by far you how am i supposed to feel like i need to come back i yeah i don't like i don't really understand I, you know, the murder is supposed to be the hook, but like I read a crime book before and there's a lot better representations of crime than this, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'll, you know, of course the, the high coincidence that he runs into the murderer just before that, you know, that the murder would go down. I guess the idea is that he missed the bus. Had he been on that bus, he either would have been murdered by the same guy or he would have been able to stop it. Mm. Um, but it's just a lot of nothing right now. Yeah. And even thematically speaking, it feels like Remender was trying to make a point about um, society, I guess, when they see a, a bird that's like, no longer capable of flying on the on the side of the road just you know dying i guess yeah. but not quite dead and this kid that that uh, the main character meets you know gives a speech about how it shouldn't be his responsibility to deal with that to either kill it or help nurse it he just came across and i guess rick is trying to say what is your responsibility when you arrive in a situation that's bad that you didn't create and that's supposed to be juxtaposed with our main character walking in on um, the aftermath of this murder. And so presumably he's going to take the same action that he takes in the case of the bird. He kills the bird. Mm. But in that case, it's mercy. Now it's vengeance. That's mm. how I read the book. And that's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot more than I read into it. That makes um, it makes a lot of sense. There, those are the only words in the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we weren't given much to work with, so I, I wish there was more. I didn't hate the book. The art's great. I thought the yeah. art was tremendous. Yeah, I, and I mean, you know, for it to tell the story, it tells so clearly. Um, you know, and and even like there's a nine ten panels on most pages. Yeah. Um. An average of seven, I guess, seven, eight, um, you know, and none of it, it doesn't feel crowded. It all feels like small moments and it really, really works. And part of that is due to the lack of dialogue. It has to be. <laughs> yeah. There was more space for artistic expression. Um, and that's cool. Like there's a, there's obviously a place for comics that don't have a lot of words in them. That doesn't mean that Rick slacked off, you know, because obviously there's panel direction and, mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. things like that. Um, but for me, this didn't do enough. I'm going to buy the next issue only because of the creative team for no other reason. I liked it fine. I would not yeah. continue to buy this if it wasn't for Rick Remender's name. Cause I'm sure that at some point this is going to turn into something amazing because that's what he does. Yeah. I honestly, though, I would be surprised if it starts in the next issue. Mm, okay. Go ahead. I just, I just think, you know, if it's, 
if this one was so atmospheric and quiet and, you know, um, it's so moment to moment, I just like, what's the next issue going to be? Yeah, you're right. This could be the idea. This could be the book's identity that it's, it is that book that's kind of more low key, uh, on the verbiage and more about the feelings and the mood of our main character and what his uh, what his mission now is, you know, he has no one to um, bounce off of. Yeah. And he clearly doesn't have any narration. And that's a choice on Remender's part. He could have easily thrown in narration. He could have thrown in internal monologue, internal dialogue, mm-hmm. and that would have filled in a lot of the blanks. But it's interesting that he chose not to do that. And so to your point, I'm so curious about the next, how the next issue will handle the obvious problems that a series like this can have. If the main character has no one to bounce off of and there's nothing going on in his head and we're only left to gather what we gather based on the images and whoever the main character might run into, it's going to take a high skill level to get that over. It really does. And I mean, believe me, I think Rick is capable. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, yeah. it's it, that's a tough sell. Yeah, so, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, I'll be back for issue two. I mean, we're getting it for free. So, yeah, I'll probably check it out. <laughs> but well, no, I yeah. genuinely it was it was interesting enough that um, I, you know, I'm not upset about you know, taking a look. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to buy this um, on Wednesday when I go to my shop. And hopefully the next issue has that hook that mm. says, okay, now we're, now we're in business. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to that. You guys that are listening, let us know your thoughts about this book, A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. Uh, it's interesting. I'm going to say pull it and I'm going to say pull it because it's Rick. The art is amazing. I have never seen any work by Andre Lima Arajo before, um, but they impressed me from a visual standpoint. So uh, I say buy it. If the second issue doesn't get us where we kind of need to start going at that point, I might have a different perspective, but for now I say, pick this up. That's going to do it for our review. If you want to support the show, leave us a follow rating or review before you jump, uh, catch us on YouTube, subscribe for free, youtube.com slash the comics pals, like the video, share it with your friends, hit the notification bell. All that stuff's free and it helps us out a lot more than it costs you get us on social at the comics pals, write to us at the comics pals at gmail.com. Uh, Listen to our main show, The Comics Pals, which drops every single Monday. Listen to our reviews for non-image stuff, everything that's not image on Thursdays. Every single Thursday, you can check that out. And if you want our thoughts about Rick Remender's work in a more comprehensive sense, listen to us talk about a complete work of his, Low. But that's our book club, which is already out. You can check that out at any time. Thank you so much for listening. For Kale, I'm Sean. We are The Comics Pals saying until next week, take care, guys. See you next week.